Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tonight, Michael Brown joins me here. The former FEMA director. Talk show host, Michael Brown. Brownie. Now. Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. The Situation with Michael Brown. You're a political expert. On 630 KHOW, Denver's talk station. Michael, I have a similar story. I was following a New Jersey State Trooper on the turnpike as a young adult. And that way, I was just behind him, and the traffic was cleared, and everything was good. Until he pulled me over. And let's just say, that man put the fear of God on me. Anyway, have a good day. The sun's rising up over the land of the free and the home of the brave. And it's time for the show that's trying to keep it that way. The Situation with Michael Brown. But wait, you can't just listen. There's rules of engagement. If you want to be a good goober, you got to text the former undersecretary at 33103. Start your message with Mike or Michael, not Brownie, because that won't work. And tell him how you really feel. Send him chasing squirrels or down a rabbit hole. Then there's Dragon Redbeard. Well, he kind of runs the show. And if you've got nothing better to do, like you're not swerving to miss potholes or sitting on the pooper, you're going to go to your free-to-you iHeartRadio app that you downloaded because you're a good goober. Hit that little red microphone button and leave a talk back. But hey, if Dragon doesn't play your talk back and you want to hear all the other talk backs, you can go to Brownie's website. Michael says go here.com. Hey, sweetie, I didn't catch that. Michael says go here.com. Where producer Dragon works his butt off, literally, to post all the good news and bad news stories and find the podcast for that other show, The Weekend with Michael Brown, where Brownie goes to cheat on his weekday goober listeners, broadcasting on a little less than a trillion radio stations, and look for the Tox Perry Relief Shots Hour. That's on Fridays. We keep coming. Coming back for more because the dumbassery is our crack and Brownie's dealing it. Have a great day, goobers. Well, you don't you don't leave a talk back and tell us about the trooper, you know, put the fear of God in you and they don't tell us why. We want to know why. I think it was just because he was drafting. I think that might be it. So the trooper probably just got pissed that he was following a little too closely. But I, I would like, what did the trooper say? Uh, yeah. How fast were they going? Were right. they exceeding the speed limit? Yeah. You know, by how much? I mean, details, bucko, details. Oh, you know, you'd think after all these years that these that these these people would get it. Oh, I have to do everything, don't I? For argument's sake, details are a little bit hard to give in a 30-second talkback. Well, then you leave... Eight 30-second talkbacks. <laughs> true. Very true. Which people have done. <laughs> Which, by the way, we would greatly appreciate because that just improves our numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Which impresses management. So, Just uh, like going to michaelsaysgohere.com to watch that X video that, that Michael had re-X'd prior. Why not? I, I just said something really stupid. Because it impresses management. Since when do we care about that? Do we get bonuses when we impress management? Well, they keep saying that, but I haven't seen one. 
You know, uh, did I did I tell the audience that they exercised the option to extend my contract? Yes, you did. Okay. Well, so when they did that, you know, just being the lawyer that I am, which means I'm an a-hole, being the a-hole that I am, I went back and I reread my contract. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's that? <laughs> where's where's that? Something's what happened to that? Missing. And so I've, I've started making a list. And, and the list includes things like, you know, occasionally, hasn't happened lately, I'm scared to touch it, but the microphone will just drop into my lap. Can we fix that? Hmm, can we do that? It's currently like, did fixed. You see me, did you see me just struggling to shut the blind? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, we have how many? One, two, three. We have five windows in this studio that face the east at an angle. And there is, you know, I like it bright in here. Like when the Martino group comes in here, they're like rats. <laughs> they, they're like cockroaches. <laughs> they, want it, they want it all dark. So they, they close all the blinds. But for some reason, the last, this week, the two uh, southernmost blinds had been, full, had been pulled fully open. Now, the southernmost blind is pulled fully open because it's completely unfunctional, dysfunctional. Un, unfun, that doesn't work. <laughs> the uh, second to the southernmost blind does work, and someone's been pulling it all the way up, which I greatly appreciate because I like it really bright in here. But during that break, I had to rush over to drop it just a little more than three-fourths of the way because the sun is now, as, the, as we move into fall, the sun's direction is changing or its, its direction is not changing, but the sun is. Okay, let's don't get into physics. So is the sun moving? Because the sun's not moving. We're moving. But anyway, it's now beginning to come into that window. And so every morning about 8 o'clock, it's like blinding me and I can't see. And I went over to let it drop. <laughs> I knew Dragon was watching me. And I couldn't get the damn thing to move. I'm like pulling the cords every way. And I'm like, rawr, rawr, rawr. You know, our life is difficult. <laughs> you may think you may think that your life sucks. The things we have to the put up we with have to, to put do, on a show for that's you. That's right. <laughs> like, like dealing with the freaking blinds. <laughs> uh, there's no segue here at all. Hamas, backed by uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini and the mullahs in Iran, attacked Israel, slaughtered innocent people, including babies, they live-streamed the attacks on social media feeds of the victims. All of that was fueled by hate. Yesterday, I listened to one of these dirtbags took the, the, the cell phone of one of his victims and apparently called his dad back in Gaza or Iran or wherever he lived to tell him in detail about what he had just done. And then, of course, threw the phone on the ground. And then, the or, or somehow the Israelis got the phone. And now that voicemail is circulated. Now, I, I didn't understand, you know, the Farsi or whatever he was speaking. But um, the translation was horrific. Imagine that being your child's cell phone. Or your brother's cell phone, your mother's cell phone. I mean, it's just disgusting. Here's the bottom line about Hamas. Hamas exists mostly 
predominantly to annihilate the Jews because Islamic jihadists utterly hate the Jews. So if these Islamic jihadists literally and utterly hate the Jews and literally and utterly want to wipe them from the face of the earth, they want to decimate, they want to destroy, they want to kill Jews everywhere, not just in Israel, everywhere. Then why is Biden and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar so obsessed with the deliberately politicized term Islamophobia. Now, I don't know who it is that runs Biden's, you know, Biden has two X accounts. He has uh, at Joe Biden and at POTUS. Well, here I'm talking about his at POTUS account. Somebody in the White fact, I think somebody runs both accounts, because do you really, do you honestly believe the guy that cannot even read from a teleprompter? could put together a some sort of legitimate um, post on X, a, a, a cohesive, coherent post on X? I don't think so. So whoever handles Biden's X account pushed this out on his account. Quote, as Americans, we must come together and reject Islamophobia and all forms of bigotry and hatred. I have said repeatedly that I will not be silent in the face of hate. We must be unequivocal. There is no place in America for hate against anyone. Oh, really? Um, what if you're a MAGA Republican? Or just a Republican? I don't think he hates the Mitt Romneys of the world, but he hates, you know, conservatives. Then Biden suddenly becomes the poster child of hate. And his pal Hillary Clinton, yeah, she's back in the news. Well, I think it was last week. She saw, she talked about deprogramming members of the MAGA Republican cult. Those, those are her words, not mine. I guess... Unless the subjects of hate are Jews, or if you listen to a lot of leftist college loudmouths, or the Democrat haters in Congress, as as I, as I said earlier, Kareem, Kareem Jean Pierre, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, was little better when asked specifically about Biden's level of concern regarding the alarming rise in anti-Semitism around the country. Evidently, the reporter should have provided the dictionary definition of anti-Semitism. So I looked it up. Just, you know, I mean, I know what anti-Semitism is, but I want to just read a definition to you. Merriam-Webster. Quote, hostility toward or discrimination against Jews as a religious, ethnic, and racial group. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar answered by flipping around in her binder and rambling about Islamophobia. It's really amazing. Let me get over to this tab. It's really amazing to listen to her. Um, this level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel. So- is the president concerned about a potential 
really a potential? Is the is the president concerned about a potential rise of anti-Semitism? The answer, yes. Uh, if the answer is anything other than yes, then you're an idiot. A couple of things. Um, look, uh... I just want to point out. I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt the uh, press secretary, but I want to point out that she was indeed flipping through her notebook because she can't just answer the question. Think about this. This is. <laughs> I'd like for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to come in and do a four-hour pro- radio program talk show like I do. You know, just. Um, I don't have a binder. Well, I guess kind of I do. I got a binder over here of my sponsors. Uh, Then I have uh, on my laptop, I have the equivalent of a binder, I guess. I've got uh, all the tabs of all the stories on. Let's see, today I have one, two, I've got three browsers open, all full of tabs of all the different stories I want to talk about today. But if somebody just asked me, Michael, are you concerned about the rise of anti-Semitism in this country? Yes, I am. Any other questions? But no, she has to flip through a binder. Things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. Uh, and so I uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and... So, wait a minute. Credible threats. Yeah, there have been lots of credible threats. So while she's fumbling through her notebook, The answer is why, yes, we've always been concerned about a number of credible threats. So I assume that that is in response to about the question about, is the president concerned about a potential rise of anti-Semitism? Yes, we're always concerned about credible threats. Now she has reached the tab in her notebook. And she says there, but look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate fueled attacks. Uh, and certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities. And that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address. Now, remember, the question was about anti-Semitism. And so far in about. Um, 38 seconds, we've heard nothing except about uh, Islamophobia and Muslims. Uh, Yeah. Question was about uh, anti-Semitism. Uh, just last last Thursday. And so uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim, uh, Arab Americans, or, or any other communities. And that is something that the president has sought to do and, and since day one. As you know, the president ran on... on um, on, you know, bringing, protecting communities, obviously, but bringing people together, the soul, uh, uh, protecting the soul of the nation. (laughs) I'm sorry. I find that freaking hilarious. You know, the president ran on just bringing the country together. Yeah. So, you know, when he's giving a speech and his voice is like this, and then he talks about, I can't believe those, those extremist MAGA Republicans, and then he starts whispering about something again. You know, that's the sign of an old man. Just an old man. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn.
Uh, and so um, that is something that the president takes very, very seriously. Uh, and um, you know, we're going to continue to denounce any sort of hate uh, towards any American here. Uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to be steadfast on. Again, he has he has uh, uh, advised, directed his Homeland Security uh, team to make sure that. I think I think this woman only knows maybe three verbs. Directed. Continuing. Concerned. Yeah. Everything is, he's directed somebody to do something. And we're concerned about something. And we're in our ongoing efforts. Maybe that's actually an adjective. Our ongoing efforts. So those are the only three words that she knows. So the question was about um, anti-Semitism. But then she decides that maybe she ought to, this is a day, this is, Yesterday, a day later, she decides that perhaps she ought to explain. Make something clear uh, at the top, because I understand how important uh, moral clarity is, especially at this time. Moral clarity. She's starting yesterday's briefing with the need for moral clarity. Something clear uh, at the top, because I understand how important uh, moral clarity is, especially at this time. So... When Jews are targeted because of their beliefs or their identity, when Israel is singled out because of anti-Jewish hatred, that is anti-Semitism. Oh, wow. She gave us a definition. She wanted to to make sure there was moral clarity. Now, I've heard a lot of newscasts use this story and... All they focus on is that she's trying to give moral clarity. Well, giving us a definition is not moral clarity. You see, she's trying to avoid referencing what she did yesterday in a question about rising anti-Semitism and her therefore focusing on Islamophobia. She starts with a definition. And tries to claim that that's somehow uh, establishing moral clarity. The dumbassery among this White House is simply amazing. Now, I know this next story is going to come to you as a shock, but Gallup is out with a story, a, a, a poll, about trust in the media. Wow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get to that poll. You know, when you enable, um, I subscribe to a website called Shadow Stats. And, and John puts together, uh, he, he breaks down the, um, what the government puts out in terms of economic stats. And then he does an analysis of here's the data they didn't put in, here's the data they didn't put in, so here, here, here is all of the data, and here's what the numbers really mean. And I was, 
I don't know why. I've seen it a dozen times, but yesterday it really hit me. And it was about retail sales. And it was showing a graph of how retail sales kind of continued to grow. This is like a 20-year chart. And retail sales were growing over time. And then you got to 2020, the COVID tyranny. And retail sales went boom. I mean a straight line down. And then it stayed down until the economy opened back up. And then once you and I were free to actually start doing things again, God, I I cannot believe it infuriates me to think about that. Then suddenly, boom, retail sales go right back up. And then they slowly begin to climb again until recently when they begin to drop off because, well, the economy sucks. I, I point that out because enabling the COVID tyranny by promoting the hysteria around it, whipping up hundreds of Black Lives Matter riots over that time, over what I explained yesterday was truly contrived racial grievances. And then you got the installation of Joe Biden into the White House. And you've got this stupid hype over January 6th. I'm so sick of January 6th. And, and the... And the disproportionate prosecution and sentencing of of people for January 6th, things like, I mean, a grandmother who just wanders aimlessly through the U.S. Capitol and you throw her in jail? Come on, give me a break. What about all of these pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian groups that disrupted official proceedings, kept congressmen from doing their jobs, occupied one or two of the House or Senate buildings, oh, no, we won't do anything with them. At a certain point, at a certain point, I think, and I think more Americans are getting to this point, they get their fill of the cabal, and in particular, the dominant media portion of the cabal. Well, that gets me to this Gallup survey. They conducted a national survey between September 1 and September 23, just last month. They ask adults to rate their trust that media are reporting the news, quote, fully, accurately, and fairly. Now, I'm always fascinated by the questions, just as much as I am by the results of a poll. But what a simple question. Rate your trust of the media in reporting news fully, accurately, and fairly. We have record numbers. A record high 39%, fully more than a third of Americans, say they have no trust at all in the the media. No trust at all that they will fully, accurately, or fairly report the news. Now, a third, 32%, slightly under a third, 32% said they have either a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media's news reporting. And I'm thinking... Who are those useful idiots? Now, there are news organizations that I do have, I would say, a great deal of trust in their accurate reporting of the news. Now, I'm talking about news sites. I'm not talking about opinion sites. I'm talking about news sites. So maybe it's not outrageous to think that 32% of Americans say they have a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media's news reporting. But I have to question, what are you reading? And it gets back to my story yesterday 
about the parents of these of, of this Jewish couple whose parents' sole source of the news was the New York Times and the networks, either ABC, NBC, or CBS. And that forms their worldview. The 32% who said they have a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media's news reporting tied the record low set in 2016. 2016. Wait a minute. That was the year that people pushed back by rejecting the cabal's candidate, Hillary Rodden Clinton. The Gallup story also says this. Democrats have the most confidence in the news they're getting. (laughs) I I, I laughed when I originally read this paragraph in the story. I'm laughing again. Democrats have the most confidence in the news they're getting from America's anti-conservative, demonstrably biased legacy media. So they, Democrats, have the most confidence that um, David Muir, Lester Holt, and what's her name on CBS, Nora O'Donnell, that they're getting fully, accurately, and fairly reported news from those three networks. Seriously? Now, even that was 12 points. It fell 12 points in a single year, 58%. More than half of Democrats still think they're getting full, fair, and accurate news from today's dominant media in the cabal. Only 11% of Republicans think so. And only 29% of independents think so. I guess you really can fool some of the people all of the time, but not enough to keep the liberal media establishment entrenched in power indefinitely. I think the democratization of the news, I mean, platforms like X, even stupid little platforms like Facebook or Instagram, but more importantly, you know, we've gone from blogging, where people have a blog on their website, to Substack and and microblogging on on X and, and other platforms. And if you know the sources and you understand and and you watch the sources over time and what they report ultimately begins to be true or is true, naturally you're going to have more trust in those things. And so that's why people are beginning to move away from not just the dominant media ABC, CBS, and NBC, not just the New York Times, the LA Times, or the Denver Post, but they're beginning to even move away from some of the liberal sites and starting to seek out their own news sources. Fox News uh, is beginning to lose viewership. uh, CNN, MSNBC, all the cable channels, because people are tired of being fed lies or they're tired of being fed Opinion shrouded in the cloak of news. And I think the um, the um, Gallup study points that out. And I think they are exactly right. Um, have you ever, you've heard me talk about Sheila Jackson Lee before, right? Um, Sheila Jackson Lee left a, or somebody recorded a phone call with her. She is, well, I'll tell you about her coming up next. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Michael, what are we going to do with you? We're always trying to help you with your problems, but you never listen to us. I have told you that you're not supposed to drop your kimono out in your backyard where your neighbors can see. But you won't listen. No. We're trying to help you with your problems. Yeah. You just need to follow our advice. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, though. <laughs> I'm incorrigible. Cakeistocracy. 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 Got to pronounce it correctly. You know what a cakeistocracy is? It's defined as government being run by the worst people. <laughs> we live in a cakeistocracy. Think, think about the people that, that run our lives. Well, Sheila Jackson Lee is a, is a Democrat congresswoman. She's actually a graduate of Harvard, believe it or not. The woman's number in the box of rocks. Um, she represents the uh, district in Houston that Barbara Jordan used to represent. Barbara Jordan was one of the, she was a Democrat. She was a, she was a classic liberal Democrat. And one of the smartest people, the most articulate people you would ever meet in your entire life. Gosh, I should have, I should play a, even just a five second soundbite from Barbara Jordan. So that congressional district in Houston was replaced by the smart, the smartest woman ever to hold that office to the dumbest woman ever to hold that office. She, she, and I, and I know Sheila Jackson. I worked with. I, had, I have, unfortunately had to work with her a lot when I was the undersecretary, because there was a lot of stuff that went on in Harris County because of, of tropical storms and stuff. Oh my gosh, the woman's dumb. She was heard on a recent recorded audio of a phone call going off with her staff members. Now she's behaved like this for years. In 2011, a Daily Caller report cited a number of former staff members as saying that she always uses demeaning language and name-calling when addressing them. Now, if this is the way she treats her own staff, that is a reflection of how she believes the rest of us should be treated because she's a part of the cakeistocracy, right? I can't play the audio for you because there's so many bleeps that it wouldn't make any sense. So let me just tell you what it says. When I call Jeremy, he sits. He only sits up there like a fat F, just talking about what the F he doesn't know. Both of you all are F-ups. This is the worst F-up that I could ever... I say i got to be careful. Two effing big effing children, effing idiots, serve no effing purpose. <laughs> Houston, you got a problem. And no, it is not in outer space. It's in your congressional districts down there. You got a big problem. Coming up. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.